Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some Wine and Chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the Chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. All right. Hey, guys, it's Natasha with Not Daniel 210 Podcast. Thanks to Latina Podcast Network and to VodPod Media for hosting me uh, on my show. I like to keep shit real, right? So we are here in San Antonio, Texas, and we're talking about all things Puro Sanato. So, mira, y'all, today's subject is what it's like to be a chef in San Antonio. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys introduce yourself. Go ahead. Yes, I am Chef Caius from the Chef Caius Experience, where we provide the best luxurious dining experience in the comfort of your own home or the environment of your choosing. And I am Gilberto Casimiro Valdez Arias, the guild master for the guild, a collection of highly talented individuals that can handle project event planning of any size. You let us know. We got you covered. Yeah, buddy. All right. So let's dive into it. So what is it like? And by the way, I have you guys here for different reasons. Um, one, you guys make you both make fantastic food and you had me on your podcast, which we will get into later. Um, but because you are both on different spectrums of the chef industry here in hey. San Antonio. So what is it like to be a chef? Man, so so that one, I, 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 look, it's a tough question for me because this chefdom and being called a chef and having the ability to perform as a chef is all relatively new to me. You know, I've done every role in the service industry. I've worked with all the best chefs here in San Antonio. But to, to try and say this is the chef experience of San Antonio, oh, man, that's a, that's a tough one. It's all new to me. But shout out to you. You got to try. You were one of the first people to try my <laughs> oh, yeah. cooking uh, essentially semi-professionally in, in that manner on our podcast. Uh, but man, it, it, it's really fun. You know, San Antonio gives a lot and, and they definitely, they care. They love eating. And as long as you make yeah. food, whew, they're there for you. But ultimately, though, I, I, I tossed to Kais as, as, the, as the real chef. Toss me yeah. the shot, bro. Okay. All right. Alley-oop. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, chefing it up in San Antonio has been... Uh, a journey it's been a roller coaster you got a lot of highs you got a lot of lows yeah and uh, i've just learned to just stay mellow and coast but some of the highs include like you just it's such a welcoming community like yeah. it's so easy to find mentors and people who want to buy into your gift mm-hmm. and really help mm-hmm. you succeed and in the contrary you also meet a couple of weirdos in the process <laughs> you know people okay. who you know, and I, that's uh, me and my boy, yeah, so uh, we call them, just because people also switch up a little bit sometimes, uh, and so yeah. it's just kind of weird to uh, be able to read people and, and really understand their intentions, but for the most part, and I say like 95% of the time, like people are just really like wanting to, to see you get to the next level, so it's been it's been a beautiful thing for me uh, overall. And 
I like that you you both gave like a sweet little, eh, but like we're here to like <laughs> hey, we're here we're here to get into Cut the, the shit. Crap, yo. We're here yeah. to get into it. You, so you want the real shit. I, I really San do. San Antonioans love talking shit. And so you're either okay. going to give them some shit to talk about and they're going to say, that's my boy, Gilly V right there. He's the boy. He's doing it. Or you're going to give them some shit to talk about. And they're going to say, dude, that was mid. That was trash. And it is a very polarized city okay. that doesn't talk nearly enough. Because, like, Austin will have some of the most mediocre experiences being blasted as, like, this trendy, you must do, top ten things to do in Austin. <laughs> and it's just like, eh. Sorry. And you come to San Antonio, you have like one of the best chefs out there. You have the best dining experience. It's the coolest thing ever. And everyone's just like, I mean, yeah, but it's not Austin. And mm. you're like, mm. So it, it's, a, it's a very strange place to be in. But ultimately, though, San Antonio's got heart. Like I said, they love talking shit. And so as long as you keep giving them shit to talk about, they will talk their shit. Facts. People have supported me just on loan and being able to be like, that's my point. I mean, my shit talking was saying there's weirdos out here, so I mean. Okay, what, dude, what kind of weirdos? Like I said, like you got, you got, you have, you have people who are very welcoming, like yo, let yeah. me, let me help you. How can I help you nurture this? You know what I mean? Not, mm-hmm. I'm not one to like expect anything from anybody besides your word. Like if you're telling me you, you want to see this happen, you're you're mm-hmm. rooting for me, yeah. you you want to see this come through. You know, all I can can expect was whatever you told me. But you know when it when it comes from showing so much love to like all of a sudden the love is lost mm. and there's no really point of contact you know what I'm saying or uh, no way to really determine what kind of made that switch mm-hmm. up besides you just had a change of heart you know that's that's what I mean by that weirdo stuff man, and, you know. and is it your competition? I mean I mean I, I feel like everyone's your competition you know yeah. even if you agree to it or not or if it's like friendly competition or if you're in the same business as somebody i mean just by that alone you're you're in competition with each other so we're different because where i'm at i don't have competition nobody can compete i mean because you you that you 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 no it's because i am me there's only one of me there's only one of you there's only one of you to me that's what it is to that to that same extent you know i personally vibe closer to yours in the sense that there is no real competition we can all eat you know kais and i do talk about that sometimes where like when it starts getting into me ending up cooking for events and the fact that like we're trying to start this brotherhood it's always like wait hold on whose role is what and it's like well we focusing on different clientele on different types of people we do different things we operate in different ways and ultimately there's 8 billion 10 billion people on this earth there's plenty for everyone to eat yeah but one of the things i was actually talking to a friend about last night it was funny you bring up about the weird people uh it's the 48 laws of power or whatever one of them is you should never outshine the master and especially here and some of the people i've met along my travels will always like yeah dude let me put you on let me bring you on mm. let me be the master you the apprentice mm. and the ones who start showing that like bro i don't even need the master you know i just need support love and, and all that jazz and yeah. i will do my thing and you start out shining all of a sudden it goes real quick to be like actually we don't we don't want to do this anymore now that you're the cool one we don't want to do it anymore and that's what i've come to find is is the weird people of san antonio everyone wants to feel like that guy but no one wants to be that guy mm. they just want to be called it you know yeah yeah i mean i've experienced that myself like with the businesses that we have is you know when you're just starting out everybody's like oh i want to help support you how do i support you and then once you start getting bigger bigger than them 
then all of a sudden they flip the script and mm. it's like oh well why are you bigger than me and how did that happen and what makes you special yeah Don't like forget who put you on yeah yeah, no, let's, yeah let's keep eating together right why can't we san antonio is big enough there's over two million people in the city so yeah. like cut it out i don't know that's my thing so Not okay true. now we all hit a low point right all of us do as, oh, yeah. in our careers and we all have that moment of like what the fuck am i doing Describe a moment when you had that in your career as a chef. Oh, man. Say okay. Too many times, right? Yeah, I was about to say, I got too many low points. It is too many. Like, So, okay. The lowest point that I ever reached in my professional career in this service industry, I went and worked for a mobile coffee truck. And I spent like eight, nine months traveling all across the nation, road tripping in this like food truck, converting to a coffee truck, where we went from music festival to music festival to music festival. And we camped there, we sold there, uh, we helped create the experience of the music festival. And let me tell you, there was one night where I was doing what people who attend music festivals go do late at night. And I was just <laughs> laying in the field, looking around and everything just made me feel like I was some carny freak mm. and that that was how far i'd fallen in life is that if this was the 50s i'd be roaming around in a carnival right now with a whole bunch of freaks and weirdos being unable to find my own space just kind of floating lost through life at this weird carnival and don't get me wrong music festivals were fun but that was the absolute lowest uh it was right when chance three came out and so again as i'm doing things that you know music festival attendees do that album was just saving me and mm. like really letting me know that hey you ain't got to worry about nothing just just go and be you and shine the way you want to shine uh you know god is god and he flows through you and your veins and that's where i got my true power from and ever since then it has been the bounce back it has been the come up it has been aligned with what i feel my purpose is mm. okay but definitely took me feeling like a carny to get there you know i'm laying there and i'm like Oh my God, look at these carny freaks. There was, there was one food truck next to ours where instead of going to the porta potties, these guys just go behind their truck, pee into the container Ew. that they just like emptied food out of, and then like dump it, quick rinse, and then put like more food. And I'm like, Ew. Nah, nah, fam. It's the carnival behavior, man. Dude, it's that carnival behavior. That's okay, crazy. What about you? That's intense, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, so many lows for real. I think one of the ones though was coming off the high of. Uh, running my own food truck when I was like 25, 24, I had the chance to have a food truck on a Fort Sam base. Oh, cool. Uh, pretty much just didn't understand business, mishandled it, ended up losing it. And then from having that high of being able to serve my own food, being able to take care of my mm -hmm. clients the way I wanted to, losing that and having to go back into the restaurant industry as a server, mm -hmm. um, that was tough. But the, the toughest part was... I was still very ambitious, very hungry, and yeah. people saw that and they knew that, and they were always asking me like, "What are you here for?" Like, I'm like, "Man, I'm just saving up to get my truck again. I'm mm -hmm. just saving up for that opportunity." And uh, there's this one client who's actually a friend of uh, Mr. Bohannon's. Okay. And he would tell me like, "Yeah, I got a friend who owns the uh, Bohannon's and all that." I was like, cool, cool. He was like, "Next time I come to this restaurant, you're not gonna be here because you're gonna have your food truck, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he came the next year. And I was still there, Aww. and he was just like, ah, it, it, it takes time, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not going to be doing this much longer. And then he ended up coming the third year, Aww. and I was still a server at this restaurant. And it was so bad, I couldn't even walk up to him. I couldn't Aww. even, like, 
it was just like just it, looking at him from afar like, yeah ah, i was just like you already yeah know. yeah you already know the story so yeah. just kind of having those but you know throughout all of that i still remain consistent with my passion still knew what my purpose was it was just a matter of timing yeah and uh god has perfect timing so even though it wasn't my time when i wanted it you know fast forward and here we are now and here we are so uh but that was that was a pretty shitty feeling though dude that, that's some things about the lows yeah, yeah. Is that all the lessons come with it you know oh, yeah. very rarely do you learn like a powerful lesson at your high it's at your low that you're like ah that's the lesson and mm -hmm. then boom you bounce right back up now speaking of highs what's been one of your highest moments as a chef so, you know, there was a time where I spent nine months going from music festivals. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was high. Yeah. yeah, for real. Hey, I will say this, though. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, you know, I do mention as a low, but but it, it was also a high. I was being able to see because I was just coming off of Bohannon's. I had worked at Bohannon's for like six, seven years, being all fancy and in a suit and always so stiff and robotic. And yeah, uh, I was very shallow minded. You know, it was very... Like, I think fine dining is the only way to eat food. Yeah. But then going to this carnival life, that's when I was finally able to be like, all right, this is who I am. But yeah. uh, the high, I, I would say I'm definitely riding in that high right now. Um, in Good. the sense that there's a lot of big things coming. You know, I, I feel like I'm taking over a whole small city at the moment with yes, stuff. Sir. Yeah. So it is, uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, dude, it's just the high is there. They come so often. No, we drink every night because yeah. we're drinking my accomplishments. Yeah. That's a bar. Yeah. Mic drop. Uh, it really is. <laughs> man, my, my, my biggest high right now, or up to date, there's there's also so many highs, man. Uh, so many highs. I don't know. I think coming off the holiday season, this was my first year actually doing a holiday as a Chef Kai's experience. Yeah. And just being able to like feed so many people man and it was a rush it was crazy it felt like a lunch rush in the busiest side of town in the busiest restaurant that whole month mm -hmm. but just knowing that i had my team mm -hmm. you know people were happy we got no bad reviews nothing Good. like that everything was just all up just being able to accomplish all of that that was crazy Dude, yeah that and was chaos it, it was, you had it going back to back it yeah but we like, but just knowing that we did it though like, yeah that was dope so so how do you find your niche of like this is what i want to cook versus this is the shit i don't ever want to cook shit you know yourself better than anybody else is it just like the flavors like your palate so i think that's like that's your that's your flavor profile uh -huh. but your style of cooking just kind of comes from like you know trial and error so i used to do meal preps like I said, I was doing a food truck. I used to do like pop-ups for local artists around town. So I had to do something that was reasonably priced, but still, yeah. you know, something fun. Yeah. And just knowing that, like, ultimately, I feel like an artist more than just a chef. Like, okay. I, I'm like musically inclined. I like writing. And food is just more natural for me to be able to eat. It's mm. eat. very natural for me to eat and play I stuff. I like to eat. And the way I cook and the time that it takes and, and how I like to plate and all these other things, it comes at an elevated price point, you know, yes, type of thing. And so, But it's worth it. It's, I appreciate that. Yeah. And so just for me, just knowing, okay, this is what I want to create. I can't create this for, for 12 bucks a plate. Like, no. I, mm. And it's in the way I want to give it to you, the way I want to sit up your table, the way I want to treat you and, and you know, all these other things. Like if I'm going to be able to do it and have my team, 
to be able to do it successfully is it's, it's going to take you know a certain level of everything so yeah that's for me that's how i figured out okay i want to do this elevated private dining and catering service and presentation is uh, like everything it is i mean yeah, flavor right. obviously yeah. because i've had some beautiful food that tasted like basura yeah i'm not even gonna lie and then vice versa and then i get yeah but then i get pissed off because i'm like why am i spending i just spent 200 300 on dinner and i'm still hungry yeah and it tasted like shit so you know i don't like how did how did you find like what like your niche man so it it definitely did not go off my own palate if if i was cooking off my palate everyone's taste buds will be burned off i love spicy food more than <laughs> anything on this earth. everything i make is is retardedly spicy to the point where like when someone's like dude go over. this food was delicious blah blah i'm the guy just still putting hot sauce on it i mean it's odd it needs more spice though but oh my God. glad y'all like it uh but honestly I'm, I'm sort of in that path of self-discovery right now of what am I sort of what is my medium that is preferred you know like you said you started everything you you explored meal preps fun artistry this and that and that's sort of where I'm at now is just exploring all the different ways that I can uh, fulfill myself you know while still being able to provide a product or a service um, and with that I would say I don't know right now I'm just kicking into a whole lot of stuff that I've had the luxury of eating um, a lot of my experience is based in these fine dining restaurants or mm-hmm. really creative, artistically driven restaurants. I've got to work with a lot of amazing and talented chefs that I just kind of, you know, stared and watch and learn. Like uh, for anyone that does watch Naruto, there's a little thing called the Sharingan where all you got to do is look at something and you've stolen it. And that's how I felt through uh, every time I worked with a new chef because, dude, kudos for you working for the same spot for three years after Bohannon's. I could only work a year at a time with a joint and be like, no, nah, I need to move on to the next. I'm no longer stimulated. Because I walk in there, I go to their chefs, I go to their kitchen. I'm like, what are you cooking? Yeah. Yep, all those recipes are mine. All those techniques are mine. And now it's time for me to go back with my friends, play around, and be like, look what I saw today. Yeah, make it your own. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to that respect, it's actually six years. And throughout yeah. that six years, I would actually apply for all these other high-end restaurants uh-huh. and nobody would hire me why why didn't you hire him <laughs> if i had Give to you. guess <laughs> what is wrong with you well right if i had MLK. to guess yeah because I, I applied for bohannon's i applied for mavericks i applied for places all around the uh the pearl just and i'm coming in like i'm passionate you know i have the skills i can serve i, I got drink knowledge wine knowledge all this stuff and never got a call back. The only fine dining place that ever hired me hired me was Fleming's. Okay. And they hired me as their busser. <gasps> yes. And then they promised me. <laughs> I am offended. They promised me the opportunity to work as a server because places he could tell you like Bohannon's, these fine dining restaurants, they pay their servers really well because, you know, higher price point, higher yeah. tips. Yeah. And so I, I really just needed a job to be able to suffice my bills while I could really focus on my craft yeah. and something like that. So um, they was like, yeah, we're going to study this wine, do all these things, come to work early, leave late, and we're going to put you on, man. And mm-hmm. I was there and no promotion wow. ever was given. And so, you know, things like that really like kind of built my grit to like. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I'm industry. like, I'm thankful for doors that never open. Yeah. For um, 100%. But it's hard when you're in it, right? Yeah. Now, um, I know that you guys have different paths that you have taken to get to where you are. Do you believe in 
tradition and you know oh you have to know what you want to be and you have to go to school to do it in order to get anywhere Hell in life Hell no! Hey, did, you, okay. did you finish college bro <laughs> <laughs> like you hey. know in fact my sister and i both of us have lived very similar journey in the sense that we ain't never stuck to nothing we floated around until we found our own meaning our own calling all that and it'll be the funniest thing ever. She's, she's got three kids, and of course, I'm the greatest uncle ever. Uh, <laughs> but we, we end up having these talks or these discussions or whatever, and I'll be the loudest one. College is a waste of your money unless you know exactly what you're going to be needing from it. You know, don't do Thanks. this, don't worry about that. And my sister will be like, no, they have to go to college. They have to. And I'm like, who are you? You make over 100 grand a year, and you never did this, you never did that. Like, mm -hmm. you did not follow this path you are trying to set your children on. Mm -hmm. And you are wildly successful. Yeah. I did not follow this path that that you're that you're trying to preach to your children. You're asking me to preach to my nephews. Hell no. You know what I'm preaching them? Go get in fights. Go get beat up a bunch. <laughs> really experience all the lows of life that it has to teach you. Ride all the highs it has to give you. And you will find yourself riding the wave of what you're meant to be riding, you know? Like, 100%. It was funny that you're talking about all these places that didn't let you in. And I'm over here like, you know... I was in the club right there just oh yeah i worked there i worked there i worked there i worked there and now here we are still sitting at the same exact table riding the same exact wave yeah man i should uh that's why i say like guys timing is, is perfect timing no. so you know doesn't matter which path the destination is still the same so mm -hmm. i'm uh i'm cool with that so. now i'm gonna get a little deeper into y'all's personal lives what's up because that's what we're here for yes i am All single right. this is about to get messy why are, you, <laughs> why are you why are you trying to be messy i'm never messy ah, look okay but yeah. being being a, <laughs> a full-time chef yeah. right and pursuing your career how hard is it or has it affected your personal relationships i guess that's my, <laughs> yeah. that my question. as i mentioned hey ladies i'm still <laughs> single <laughs> It's uh, it can get funky at times. Describe funky. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I won't say I'm married to to my my purpose, my passion, but I kind of am. Mm -hmm. Like you know, my girl, she got me for whatever she need. I'm supportive. I'm there for her and the the girls. But like for where I want to be in life, I really have to be really, really committed to what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes mm. there's a little conflict there uh, because she is, and it's funny because she's also an entrepreneur. Right. And when she's doing her stuff, I'm very supportive and I I got you, baby. I'm here 100%. Yeah. But sometimes does it reciprocate? Uh, and she's actually very supportive to what I do as well. But uh, she, she is more demanding of my presence. Mm. Um, yeah, you know. Now that's, uh, that's so. How do you deal with that? I mean, that's not I a guess, woman thing. Oh my god, it yeah. is not a you woman thing. Yes, I would. Because, I'm coming back to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some guys who are the the same way with their lady. If there's a their girl is out here taking over, there be guys who will be kind of like, "Hey, what about me?" So I can see it go both ways. But uh, how do I deal with it? I feed her. I, I have to her give mouth. her the Chef Kai's experience yeah. oh my as God. often as I can. Are you can. mad at me? Here's some food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it would work for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, and just uh, making sure that I do pay attention in areas where I can and, and give uh, my presence whenever it is available to be able to. Oh, I hate how that sounds, but 
Nah, just making sure I do spend time with her and, and make sure that I'm acknowledging, yeah, let's let's all do something as a family unit and uh, nah. things like that. I think Force those, like, small things make a big difference, especially to my girls, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, and, and that's that's definitely the character there because uh, you asked what is, you know, personal life like in this industry. I'll take it whether you're a chef, you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a server, anyone who is passionate Mm -hmm. about this industry puts pride into what they do whether it's busing serving dishwashing whatever the case may be it takes a lot out of you it yeah. sucks it from you because our industry the hospitality industry is designed for us to take care of and service other people mm -hmm. and if that's what is draining our battery 24 7 then to refill that battery we cannot do it by being giving some more and loving some more and and you kind of hit the nail on the head with the timing thing because that is a uh, you know you even had a fiance where like after all the years and everything it was just a at no point will i ever be able to compete with the love passion dedication that you hold for your career your profession your industry mm -hmm. you work seven days a week 24 hours a day mm -hmm. i hardly get to see you and i'm like yeah but but trust because in a few years, with all of this that I'm doing, we'll be able to retire, we'll be able to hit the coast, we'll be done, because that is how passionate I am about finding this success and about finding who I am at the time. Uh, but that is definitely always the case. Every single girlfriend. But how did that affect you for, for a woman to say, like, I can't, and you're like, no, but trust me, like, I got it. And mm. she's like, no, like, you just walk, watch her walk away? Uh, I mean, there's a certain line you cross where at some point I'm real good with my words. It's mm -hmm. what I do for a living. The man with the silver tongue can prove it, you know, but at some point it has to be like, okay, cool. I'm glad you made this one day for me the week after we had an argument. I'm glad you made this. Maybe we went on a vacation together. We spent two whole weeks together, but the norm is I am pursuing a, a, goal and existence that doesn't even really exist because i'm pursuing the highest version of myself mm -hmm. you know yeah and with that you know i'd love for someone to to join the cause with me i'd love to to be able to have someone like that but ultimately everything costs yeah. and to have a loving relationship it costs spending the time and and putting in that love and being able to say okay i know i could work an event this day but man, I haven't seen my baby in so long. I miss her. What's yeah. she doing? Screw this event. Hey, babe, what's she doing Saturday? Let's go out. No, you bring them with you, and then they watch in the mm. back. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my boy yeah. Albert. Yo. So okay, I mean, I'll, I'll get off the relationship thing after this. But let's say your girl, because y'all y'all are deep in it. Yeah. If she were to be like, I can't anymore. Yeah, this reminds me of the Alchemist. I'm this just whole I'm conversation. Just, like, what do you what do you do? Like the book, the alchemist. Yeah, yeah. Like the book. Okay. Yeah. So you got the guy who's trying to achieve all these great things, but then he falls in love, and then the girl is like, you know, I see your greatness. Like, go out, and if it's meant to be, I'll still be here for you once you go and accomplish all of these, you know, things that you were meant to accomplish. And I think my my girl is becoming a lot more and more flexible. Okay. Um, but, but in the case where she wasn't, I mean, cause it actually got to the point where we had to read like books together about our relationship, mm -hmm. how to fix. Cause not only that, I mean, there's, it's a relationship. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a ton of problems. <laughs> yeah. Mine is this problem in itself. So 
you just gotta know like the right person is gonna stick around and that's and that's i don't force relationships either you want to be in my life or you don't period and that's just kind of how i move yeah so you know and and i don't say that coldly like because I'm, I'm still respectful of her feelings she's a cancer oh, she's a Lord. strong cancer oh lord and i'm a gemini god bless you and it's 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 uh it's so bad god bless both of y'all yeah so uh but I, I do uh am respectful of her feelings and mindful of that where where i know i have to be a little bit softer in some things yeah. and she also has to be stronger in some areas mm -hmm. so if it's meant to be we're gonna work it out and i i feel pretty good about where we're at so okay. we've been we've been we've been we've been holding strong man cool holding it down all yeah. right um so let's move on um, enough about relationships, so I'm not going to get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope I answered yeah, your question no, you're right. Good, you're good. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so what made you guys start a podcast? How long have you been doing it? What do y'all do? And what's the angle? Hey. hey. <laughs> we are the Mira Plot. Yeah, go ahead and break it down, live man. On Mondays at <laughs> youtube.com slash at the Mira Wait, do the elevator pitch. Oh, bro. you want to do it so on, perfectly, right. bro. Okay, yeah, you got to look at the camera. Look. All right. <laughs> Energy, yes, sir. Excitement, <laughs> yeah, do the oh, yeah, yes, first course, yes. Oh, god, uh, so we are the Mirapop podcast, right? It is myself and Chef Kais, and anyone who's willing to come and join us on our journey, uh, where we talk about good food, good company, good drink, make it all together to have the base for a beautiful conversation that lasts roughly an hour to hour and a half long at youtube.com slash at the Don't forget to check us out, plug it in, all that fun stuff. We're on all the major platforms, woohoo. Uh, but in reality, the Mirepoix as a culinary term is essentially one of the greatest flavor bases uh, that you can use for just about anything, specifically French cuisine. With that, when Kais and I had met each other, it was originally working a uh, paired wine dinner like a year ago, uh, almost, almost a year, a year ago. And we really got to see how each other works there. We got to see his team in action. He got to see my team in action. Mm -hmm. And then like at the end of the night, pretty much everyone left except for, for us, so to say, while we stayed and cleaned everything up, made sure everything was back and really showed not just ourselves, but each other, that dedication and, and the persistence say, hey, there's a right way to do things mm -hmm. and leaving a mess behind is not the right way to do things. And we were just, you know, chatting then, bullshitting, just had the music up loud as we're just going through the, the all the cleaning. Uh, and then we met again, you know, a few weeks later where we talked about like, yo, bro, both of our energies, we can, you know, build and expand together. What's it look like? What's talking about? And then, you know, some more months went by. I started kind of doing my own thing, drifting my own way. He was doing his own thing, drifting his own way. And then all of a sudden, it just clicked uh, to have a podcast. And I think when we first decided podcast was like mid-July of last year, mm -hmm. beginning of August. And then we did a few demo runs, a few practice runs, you know, felt it out. And then we finally kicked things off uh, 24 weeks ago in two days. Two days and 24 oh, wow. weeks. Kobe, our Kobe episode. We just Yay. finished it. That was a good episode. It was a whole lot of fun. And hey. it's just, it, it's such an exciting outlet for us because this podcast is really our window to the soul. Yeah. You know, because people know the Chef Kais experience. Mm -hmm. People know the Guild. Mm -hmm. But very rarely in our industry do we have the opportunity to take down the mask, to pull off the clothes, to take off the chef coat and say, hey, this is who I actually am. I know yeah. you think I'm the peak of fine dining and provide the luxury and all this and I wear a suit and I got the tie and boy, do I look good in a suit and tie. But <laughs> 
it's uh, ultimately it's a, the opportunity for us to sit there and you know cut loose a little and and that's why we involve the drink that's why we mm-hmm. love the good food because ultimately we want to give anyone who's willing to watch the behind the scenes of this is what it looks like in our industry for us Thank to have you. fun chat we'll bring on guests you've been a guest Me. oh yeah <laughs> yeah so it is uh it is a good it's a fun time and in reality that's sort of what brought us together and our ambitions for the podcast as it kind of sits as something that allows people to to kind of take a look at us yeah so what's the end goal for your podcast <sighs> so uh this is cool because <laughs> the end goal of the podcast is for us to really just constantly meet the marks and gain new marks for our mm-hmm. individual businesses that's why we came decked out in our merch representing yes. the guild representing the chef class experience because that's what the mirror paw is about just being able to showcase our journey so you know our pivotal in our careers if that even exists uh because you set a goal and you got a new goal you meet mm-hmm. that goal you set a new goal mm-hmm. just just being able to share that with people who are interested and want to see it is uh i feel like it's the end goal and that might be like an infinite yeah, like, I mean, like you said, it's it's the latter. Yeah. First, it was, hey, we just want to kind of start doing it, man. It'd be cool if we had a guest. Yeah. We got on a guest, yeah. man. It'd be cool if we could get like this many viewers. It'd be cool. If this man, la- uh, this past Monday, we had like almost twenty live viewers at once, and that's huge. That's there. Yeah. yeah, that's that's huge for us. You that know? was the the Kobe yeah. episode. Bro. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So just that type of mentality, like, what can we do? When even our respect uh, respective businesses, like. One of my goals was to have a team mm-hmm. uh, about 20 episodes ago. I have a team. Yep. Gilberto wanted to really be able to start really pushing the guild 20 episodes ago. Look at Boom. him now. Boom. You know, decked out with his hey, merch. So I was about to say, thank y'all for letting me sit on this side. So, yeah, uh, so he can show. Yeah. yeah. yeah man. So, up there for the camera. Yeah, for this, so y'all see. That's, that's dope. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's just kind of where we're at with what we're doing. And so the sky's the limit with, yeah. that, with that end goal. For real, for real. Cool. So what do you want people in San Antonio to know about you guys as individuals? I mean, we've heard about the chef experience, right? Wait, so what do I want them to know about like myself personally or what do I want them to know in general? You as a person. Okay. Um, can can we go Kai's first? Hold on. <laughs> that's that a lot. I, I My brain just like exited and he's <laughs> like, back to you, bro. Yeah, fine, 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 fine. I got what do I want people to know ab- about me? Um, the purest form and my greatest message and my greatest talents and everything that I am is at the core of my existence, just a good leader, right? People love to follow me and every step of this journey I've taken has never been about a want or desire for myself. It's always been, how can I provide more for those who want to follow me? Like Kais was talking about him wanting to build a team. When I first started my company, all I had was a team. All I had was people that like, dude, I. I've been following you from this restaurant to this restaurant to this restaurant. You've been my manager, my regional manager, my director of operations. Two times over, I just follow you. You are a leader. Wherever you take us, we'll be happy in your care. Mm -hmm. And so there was a few months where I kind of floated seamlessly trying to figure out what, where do I want to lead them? What does that promised land look like? And now it has really solidified itself into the what do I want people to know is that a leader works for their followers. And let's be real, if you got some bad followers that you don't think you can lead to where you want them to be, okay, cut them out. Focus on the ones that 
are following that do want to be there and then just seek to provide them whatever it is you want to provide them mm -hmm. i want to provide my people early retirements i want to provide them real fun times i want to provide them all the love and laughter and everything that i have been able to experience from this industry working the cool events you know being able to say hey what'd you get paid to do today i got paid to party yeah. i said i made like over a thousand dollars today just putting on a party people paid me to party that's and that's uh that's what I say is is for all those that want to know anything about me at my core, I'm a leader. And what makes a good leader is you work for your followers. Love it. Love it's to poetic. hear it. We're snapping. Poetic, poetic. justice. Like Put show. it in a song. <laughs> oh, and I'm a rapper too. So. Uh, oh. Y'all got to check out the uh, the Rue. The Rue. A hundred oh. episodes. Y'all might get a little sneak peek of what that looks like. Okay. Yeah, but uh, for myself, because uh, it's my turn, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it's not my turn. <laughs> wait, we can't ask questions? Like, so uh, what would I want kidding. people to know about me? <laughs> what do you want the people say to know about oh, you Jesus personally? Christ. Yeah, so... I, I say people, it no. Hold on, hey. really quick. Sorry, because this is technically the Latina Podcast Network is international. So while I say San Antonio, this is gonna hit international audience for the world to know. For the world, yo, I am constantly working to become better than I was yesterday. And how does that benefit anybody that's interested in obtaining the Chef Kai's experience? If you had the Chef Kai's experience in 2020. To 2021 2020 this year is about to go nuts we are incorporating all types of techniques we're gathering our team we're sharpening our knives crossing our t's we are literally looking to be the best luxurious private chef and catering service ever to exist and i say that because before i even became a chef i had to say that i was a chef before it happened i never went to culinary mm -hmm. school never worked formally in any kitchens Somebody just told me like, hey, man, if you want to be a chef, why don't you just call yourself a chef and start working into that? And so that's what we're doing right now. And it's nothing back to y'all's point of saying there's no competition. You just want to be better than the person you, you were mm -hmm. uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's literally what we're doing. So we're excited to be able to take care of anybody that books the Chef Kai's experience this year and years to come. And y'all uh, y'all just look out, man. We're about to put some things on the map here. So. That's uh, that's what I gotta say about that. Yes. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Now that I know this is global, right? <laughs> can I change my answer? Is it too late? Your answer was great, but you can add to it, yeah. Okay, changing my answer now that it's an international <laughs> audience. Yes, I'm single. Oh I my got god, three different citizenships. <laughs> you said in Spanish, bro. Passports. You gotta speak the language, Mira, man. Mami, there, there, you, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. Okay, last question. What do y'all vibe to when you're cooking? Ooh. What's a go-to artist playlist? Ooh. Want me go? Yeah. Me go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Man, I am a soulful dude. Okay. I love Neo Soul. Okay. Give me some of that that Anderson Pack. Give me some of that the Miguel, the uh Sir, uh her. <laughs> Man, SZA. just just go with SZA, <laughs> yeah. you go with SZA, just go down. We even take it back to Erica Badu and Lauren Hills and D'Angelo. I love soul, and I'm able to cook up soul through, you know, yeah. eating up that soul, man. So that's my playlist all day, every day. Okay. Uh, that's that's my vibe, man. All right, what about Dude, you? No, what, uh, <laughs> it's always funny whenever 
I leak out things where people are like, oh shit, this kid really is from Latin America. And I'm like, yeah, I just blend in well. But one of those things is I cook to Elvis Crespo, I cook okay. to Camilo, I okay. cook to Juanes, and like all these different things where like whenever someone walks in on me, and this isn't just cooking, this is literally anything. This is me working on paperwork. This is me vibing to stuff. This is like, like you said it, this is the music that feeds my soul. Mm -hmm. And whenever anyone walks in and like catches that, they're just like, hold on, wait, what? And I'm just like, yep, yep. Was not. I'm not from here. I'm yeah, from south of the border. <laughs> remind I just I blend in well. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely that is the music that feeds my soul. Is all my childhood stuff. Cause like, anytime I saw my mom getting down to business, whether it was cooking, cleaning, you know, handling shit, paying bills, whatever it was, boom, there was always something on the background. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we never had any of that Tejano music. I ain't gonna lie, that that is not my vibe. Wow. But, yeah. Wow. And I know Norteño this is too. Over. I it's know. Over. Yeah. No, we're leaving. Thank Last you for your time. Last episode you'll ever see me on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's what feeds my soul. And ultimately, I do whatever music is playing in the background of whatever I do really does seep into the soul and outlet and manifest itself. So there are some days, you know, when you're when I'm in the gym. I don't need Juana singing me a love song. <laughs> I, I need some that DMX. Yeah. Do I was gonna my, say, my dogs. Yeah. yeah, Rams, dude, DMX shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, man. where do people find you guys? You can find me at the ChefKaisExperience.com at ChefKais on Instagram, Home Chef Kais on Facebook. Just type in Chef Kais. A spell Kais. Yes, K A I U S. <laughs> okay. Yes. Find me in your dreams. Oh Lord! Um, <laughs> so big things under construction. Website under construction. Instagram under construction. Uh, at the moment, if you do want to find me, you know, shoot me an email. Give me a phone number. It is. It's a pretty exclusive list right now to mm. be a customer of mine. Okay. As uh, I'm kind of biting off way more than I can chew at the moment. But hey, we chewing. You chew it. I yeah. got a big mouth. Rrrr. Uh, but yeah, honestly, shoot me an email, give me a call. You can find me at my personal Instagram at Gilly V with two underscores afterwards. Uh, or check us out on the Mirror podcast. I, I give everyone the info on how to reach out to me. But like I said, all that stuff is under construction. What's if you know email? someone, you can reach me personally. And yeah. uh, and for yeah. people that can't spell Mirror can you spell it? M I R E P O I X. Yes. Which also, you know. What the best letter of the Spanish alphabet is? X. It's X. Yeah. Because it's X. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Did you guys have a good time? It's awesome. It's always a great time with you. It's family right here. We're so. going to start including drinks. Yeah. And it'll be even and more food. fun. And food. And food. And food. And food. Yeah. I'm all sponsored food and by Chef Kai's experience. No. You need yeah, that. right? You need that. We need that. Uh, no, we're going to definitely get, we're gonna figure it out. Um, but thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys' mm -hmm. time. Again, thank you to VodPod Media for housing me, for all of the amazing production that you guys see, and it to Latina Podcast Network. You guys follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TikTok. At N-O-R-T-N-O-2-1-0. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Greatest area code ever.